0: Hey friends, and welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast, a podcast in which you will walk away encouraged by hearing my friends' stories that I share. My name is Wren Robbins, and if this is the first time or the 67th time that you are tuning in, I am glad you're here. Let's get to today's episode with my guest, Elizabeth Servin. Elizabeth is a supportive wife to Chris, encouraging mom to four children. She loves Jesus with all her heart, and she desires to empower others to use their gifts. I love Elizabeth, and I know you will too. She's like a magnet to those around her. I love her kindness, the love for her family, and her passion about health and wellness. All of these come through on Elizabeth's Instagram page, and I just felt so special after chatting with her. It's episode 67, and we talk about how Elizabeth struggled after having her second baby. She did not feel healthy and felt like she was in a fog. Postpartum emotions had gotten the best of her, and she was ready for a change hear from Elizabeth about her journey and how searching out tools to enhance her wellness has made all of the difference. And what she has found has rocked her world in the best way. A family she could lead in their wellness journey, a business that came to her that she was not expecting, and a husband who recently came home from his job to go full-time alongside her. Elizabeth is using her gifts so very well and she is such an encouragement. So here is episode 67 with my conversation with Elizabeth Servin. Well, welcome to the podcast, Elizabeth.
1: Hey, I am so happy to be here and so honored. Uh,
0: oh, so excited. I am thrilled to have you on. I have um, followed you. I first heard about you um, through another podcast. I was listening to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy, and I heard your mom's story. Your mom is Honey Holden on Instagram, and it, her name is actually Stephanie, which is hilarious because yes. everybody knows her as Honey, and we're like, Honey, but her name's Stephanie. I, I love it. Um, and she told her story about your family, and it was amazing. I loved it. I remember um, things specifically from it. And then she mentioned her daughters, and then I started following you, and then I followed uh, your other two sisters. And so now I feel like I'm part of the family. <laughs>
1: And, and you are, we love, we love that. We love to get to connect with so many different people through social media. It's like incredible. Some of my best friends have come through um, just the community that social media and Instagram has brought to our lives. And so, super thankful for
0: it. That's great. That's great. Well, that's how I found you. And, um, then I found you online at my four arrows, which I love that because that's from the scripture verse that about many, uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to get it right, but many errors are in the hands of, I, I'm totally, I'm totally messing that up. But anyway, it's, it's about the scripture and talking about shooting your kids out in the world like arrows. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yes. You are so right. Okay. And, um, yeah. And it kind of grew. It was my three arrows. And then when Hazel came along,
0: it was my oh, four arrows. <laughs> oh, so sweet. I love it so much. It's sweet. Okay. So tell us a little bit, if somebody doesn't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your family and what you do.
1: Awesome. Well, um, I'm ha- married to my best friend. I, used, I like to say middle school sweetheart because we have literally known each other since middle school. We went, like, out, you know, when you go out with someone, but you don't actually go anywhere. You're just, like, boyfriend and girlfriend. Yes. Um, we were in the seventh and <laughs> seventh and eighth grade, and um, we went out for, like, a month, and then we broke up, and then we became best friends um, for two years, and then we started dating, and then just the rest is history. So, um, mm-hmm. we've been married for 11 years now, and we have four, crazy kiddos that keep us on our toes and um they are nine eight seven and three and a half and so they were really close those first three were three under three so life was just really crazy um there in the beginning and um it i really to be honest struggled a lot right there in the beginning because they were so close together through needing like um hormonal and emotional support with having kids so close I um kind of looked into other ways to support my body in a healthy way because I had um been taking meds on and off for like 4 years and there's nothing wrong with medicine or western medicine but I just knew that there had to be um, there had to be another way that I could take mm-hmm. care of my body and be able to serve my family better. Cause I was just, I had gotten to the point where I was bedridden at times. Mm-hmm. It was just so bad. And so
0: wow.
1: um, I wanted to be able to love and serve my family, you know? And so that's where out of desperation, I looked into essential oils. I was not, Crunchy whatsoever before, <laughs> I think like I mean so far from it, so mm. far from it. But mm. I felt like that was a baby step that I could take in the right direction. You know, when you barely can uh, get out of bed and change your whole diet, you can barely feed yourself and take care of yourself. All of that felt really, really big. Like to mm. do a complete like overhaul, I guess. Yeah. What I was trying to say, but but oil felt like a baby step that I could. Support my body, um, and so that's what how I just jumped in out of desperation, not knowing that it, if it was going to help or not. I used, I like to say I was a hopeful skeptic, like hopeful that they would, but very skeptical that they would, you know, yeah. do the job and help me. And so, um, so I got them um, five years ago this Christmas, mm. and uh, for a Christmas present, and I really just wanted to feel better and help my um, support my kids immune systems because I felt like they were constantly sick with having so many close together yeah I love to share all of that you know so so yeah that's how we got started with um essential oils and just health and wellness in general and the way I like to That I just I had no idea what was going to come afterwards, and oils were like the diving board into a great big pool of Mm health and wellness, Mm -hmm. and is how we started and that baby step. But then it was just this, um, this, you know, this journey that we embarked on, and we started to look more into like our products and what we were putting on our bodies and in our bodies, and. Mm Um, and really looking at ingredients and things like that. And then I started to realize that I was the gatekeeper of my home. Like if I can't control everything that goes on in the outside world, like everything that goes on at school and we're exposed to, but I can control what comes in my home. And if mm-hmm. I didn't do it, who else would? Um, and yeah. so, cause I who was going to do it at that point. And, um, and so I, um, you know, just saw myself as that gatekeeper and I get to control what comes in and out of my home. And we started switching all of our products in our home to, um, plant-based products that are working with our body instead of against it. And, um, you know, supporting our immune system, supporting our endocrine systems, you know, that kind of thing, especially having little girls, all of these things that were, you know, the common household products, um, are disrupting those things, disrupting mm. our, and our hormones, um, endocrine system. So, so yeah, so we just kind of jumped in and then slowly but surely, um, it's been a journey where we've just switched pretty much everything.
0: Okay. So okay. let me jump in and ask you what, so you said, okay, back years, like what, five years ago you had mm. three under three. So that means you had a four, a three and a two year old around that time when you started oils.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. He was two at the time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, He was two. And then he turned three. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. And so in some days you were in the bed. How did you do that with three kids under three? How did you, how did you do it?
1: Well, truly by the grace of God. Mm, Um, and Chris was very, um, we, we lived in North Carolina at the time. Um, so a little bit of our story is that my husband was in ministry when we first got married. Um, and we lived in Mississippi for two and a half years. Then we moved to Jasper, Alabama for two and a half years. And then we decided for Chris to go to seminary in Raleigh, North Carolina, Wake Forest area. And so we moved there. Um, so we were living in North Carolina, um, at the time. And I really didn't have any support besides, you know, we, our church family, but it was still very new. We were still new to the area and, um, I was one that was like really hard headed and didn't let a lot of people mm, in, especially yeah. going through that. Like I just didn't want help. And so right. honestly, Chris was really how I got through. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was just like a saint. And I honestly don't know how he did it because I was very um probably very hard to deal with and hard to, mm. to love because I could barely, you know, love myself. So yeah. Um, but thankfully he, he was able, he was in a transition time where he was actually starting his own business mm-hmm. and it gave him a little bit more freedom to be, mm-hmm. um, as that, as he was jump starting that business that he was home while I was, um, you know, really at that, like the, I guess the peak of my struggle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so, uh, so honestly it was, it was him, and just being creative, like whether I was like laid at home on the couch or yeah. watching the kids. I mean, it was just that—that I just yeah. it was basically truly survival mode,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Um, and um, that's why we just got to a point where we're willing to do whatever it took to get me better. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's just such a really low state.
0: And how how did you, I know you you, you researched and then you found the oils. And then how long after when you started? I mean, did you dive in like you're like super oily, like you're putting oils on your neck, on your wrist, I mean like all day, every day? Or did you just kind of get into it a little at a time?
1: I was pretty consistent for like three to four months with just putting them on daily, diffusing them, um, you know, making sure I was like, and I, I pretty much dove
0: in, like yeah, yeah.
1: using them, um, because I we started seeing a noticeable difference in our kids staying well. They were sleeping all night, yes. in their beds like twelve hours a night, and that was like huge. And we were cleaning yeah. with them, and I think honestly, just getting like the more and more we got out, um, like harsh chemicals and toxic products in our home, yeah. that had a lot to do with the effect that it had on my body as well. Mm. Um, and, um, and, but I would say like three to four months. Yeah. What I mean, I mean consistently is when um, like the fog lifted and wow. joy was my like gateway oil. It was, it was a mm. oil in the kit at the time. And I actually hate it and loathe the smell of joy at first. And a really neat, talked about oils is that generally especially the emotional oils if you don't like the smell of it generally your body needs it and so i just hate it joy i hate it stress away i hate it frankincense and those are all like emotional supporting oils Mm. and but the more i use them the more they really i saw a noticeable difference
0: Mm. and chris
1: really saw a noticeable difference and he would come home um, from work and he'd be like, um, did you put your joy on yet? <laughs> <You can't laughs> tell if I did or if I didn't. And, wow. um, and so it was within like, um, three to four months, four months of consistent use that we started seeing that fog lift. And, um, so and then I got pregnant with Hazel like uh, a month later. Wow. So we were terrified, um, oh, sure, sure. you know, of that spiral kind of thing, sure. but we, we're just very, very proactive with everything going into her pregnancy. And I'm so thankful. She was my oily baby. Yeah. Pregnancy, everything, birth, all of it. And um, just a tremendous difference, too. Wow. So.
0: That's neat. That's so neat. I think a lot of women struggle with that. And I think it was a lot more of hush-hush, like you didn't say anything about it. I know I didn't have... I didn't struggle with postpartum depression, but I struggle with anxiety. And it didn't really go, show itself, like, really rear its ugly head um, until my son was about three. Um, and I, I know what you mean about laying on the couch and not wanting to get out of bed. I understand. It was... Um, that was really probably the hardest time in my life. Even we struggled with infertility for years, but I think that was probably even harder. Um, and it was, uh, it was hard. Okay, okay. So tell me about how did, um, I know you talked about having three under three at the time, and then you jumped into oils, I mean, head first, which is exciting. And then how did that actually end up working its way into a business for you. Did you expect that to happen? Is that, I mean, you got into it because it was, you know, something that would help your family with health wise, you know, kind of doing that. Did you see any part of a business coming?
1: No, like not even a little bit. Mm. Um, I actually told the person, my leader who I enrolled with, I told her, I have no desire to do this as a business. Mm -hmm. i um, do not want to be the crazy oil lady (laughs) (laughs) yeah the crazy oil lady um but i told her i literally just wanted them to help my family and Mm -hmm. to help us stay well um to help us sleep better um, help us to manage stress better help my emotions and my hormones and um and that is strictly why I wanted them. Yeah. And so but when they started when my kids started sleeping through the night, mm. 12 hours a night. Wow. Um, in their own beds and not coming to get in my <laughs> bed. I yeah. mean, I had to tell all my mom friends about that, mm. you know. I had mm. to I had to and so I basically was just, you know, telling my story on social media just throwing it out there. For my kids, look moms, you really need this lavender because it's like magic Mm. unicorn deers and (laughs) we were cleaning with thieves and linen and my husband Chris was just like so impressed with Mm. um the thieves cleaner and just how this effective and amazing how great our house smelled everything and so I was just basically sharing our story with no anticipation that anything would ever come of it Mm. and um and then just other moms were like, Hey, well, I want that lavender or I want that be cleaner that's mm-hmm. safe for my kids when I'm cleaning in the house and all of these, it just kind of the snowball effect. And then, yeah. um, and I was new to everything. So I was learning and it just got to the point where I was like, okay, Lord, this, this something is happening and I want to be a good steward of it. And so that's kind of when I just really dove in and just, um, decided, well, you know, I want to, I want to do this full time because I am able to, to serve my family by giving them amazing products that are, you know, helping them and keeping us healthy and, and they're safe for us. Um, but also I get to, you know, make an income sharing something that I genuinely love mm. and, and passionate about it. And so I basically just started learning alongside my people that um, I was, you know, enrolling a lot of people and they were asking me a lot of questions. And so I had to learn because they were asking me questions. Mm. I basically went right alongside them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and it's just been this, this, you know, fun wild ride this whole five years. And if you'd have told me five years ago to the mom, that was, You know, on the couch, who could barely stand up and take care of herself, that she is leading um, a team of over 2,000 people Hmm. and um, getting to bring her husband home to work alongside of her, I would have just thought you were crazy. Hmm. Um, But God is just a really big God, and He just is able to do above and beyond what we could think or imagine. Hmm.
0: Well and we see that in you. We see your passion when you're on Insta stories, um, telling just what the difference that the oils have made in your life. And and you've talked about a little bit about your husband coming home. I think y'all did a live install Instagram live and I was glued to my phone. I was like, What is this announcement she is talking about? I need to know what are they talking about. And y'all talked about how your husband is now, um, now in the Young Living business alongside you, um, with you, I mean, doing his own thing in the business, but how does that even happen? Like, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it, like that you have this great team and then you're able to bring him home. What does that actually mean?
1: It feels really crazy. It's like a dream I never even knew I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and just something that I didn't even see in the future. And honestly, this is a part of the story that I haven't really told and haven't really voiced a lot on Instagram yet, but a year ago, a year and a half ago, um, if you would have told me that Chris would be home, like we both wouldn't have believed you because that wasn't really on our radar. That wasn't something that Chris actually really wanted to do. Not because he didn't want to be home. Like we're like literally best friends. Like we love doing everything together. We love hanging out. Um, But Chris is a very, high achiever and Mm -hmm. so the idea of him coming home was very hard for him at first because um you know as a man there is so much of their identity is in what they do their job their career that kind of thing and um the lord had to really kind of work in his heart um in a lot of different areas to uh, see the, the beauty and what was, what we had and what we were able to do. I don't know if that makes sense. And yeah, gorgeous, yeah. there was a lot of, there was a lot of a whole series of events that got us to this place. But Chris was actually about to, um, embark on a whole new endeavor, um, with a friend where he was going to be, um, a general manager of a, um, of a restaurant and it was going to be very high. his friend is very successful. Um, Chris was going to be using all of his gifts and it was going to be an amazing, amazing um, position for him. But he started to realize that it was, it was going to take him away from our family much more than he was willing to commit to. Mm. And um, so the Lord just really started to speak to him and we had actually built a house in North Carolina just a um, little over a year ago. I mean, we literally lived in it for nine months
0: mm. and
1: the Lord kind of just blindsided us and was really just, um, I wouldn't say, I mean, pushing us stirring in our heart to mm. move back to Mississippi. We had wow. been in Raleigh for for six years, never ever um, anticipated. It wasn't even on our radar to move back to Mississippi. Um, like at all. And mm. the Lord was just like very clear that this is what we should do. And I was very confused by it at first. Mm. <laughs> I was like what? We just built this house and yeah. we have this great community and neighborhood. And I grieved that for a while. And, um, but we realized that we could, um, you know, with my job, we could, I could do it anywhere. And I could take it because I have my whole team is all over the U.S. and Canada and, you know, several different countries. And so I could do this job anywhere. So why not move closer to family if we had the opportunity to do it? And our kids are in a place that are very pivotal time in their lives at their age. And we're like, you know, if if we're going to do it, we need to go ahead and do it. We need to move closer now, before mm-hmm. they're like in middle school, and yeah, high school, and also just that they can experience life with family. If we had that, and it you know it's a blessing. Like we've been in ministry, or my parents, my dad was in ministry. My dad was in the military before that, so I have never been able to live near family growing up. I never got to live near grandparents and things like that. Um, my husband didn't much either, and so we. We saw this as, a, as an opportunity, as a gift to be able to do life and be present with our family, but also still pursue goals and dreams. And um, so we moved to Mississippi with Chris transferring in his job at the time. He was um, a manager at a distribution center. Um, when we moved and we he was working just really long hours. I mean, like 70 to 80 hours a week when we first moved mm. to Mississippi. And uh, and it was just like a whirlwind. We because we were trying to sell our house in North Carolina, we had to live with family. Um, Chris's parents were super gracious to allow us to live with them for four months. But let me tell you, it was <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it was so crazy. Um, uh, have you ever seen my big fat Greek wedding? Yes. Well Chris's family is Cuban, so it was basically like this big, that Cuban family like it, it was just hilarious if you could be a fly on the wall watching us it was uh, 11 in
0: one
1: for four months
0: yeah that's a lot okay. we met we would live with my parents for about three months no six months and then another time they lived with us for three months and we only have one child so I can imagine I can only imagine what it would be like with 11 people in one house crazy oh it would was- it,
1: it was something. And I honestly think it went the best that it possibly could go. Oh, I'm like, sure. I'm it, sure it was it, it really, it, I mean, it was great, but I mean, it definitely was a very trying time. Sure. Um, yeah. It is, you know, in my life as a mom and just trying to run a business while Chris was working, you know, 70, 80 hours a week at a time, I was, um, uh homeschooling the kids at that point because they only had like 2 months left in school and we didn't want to drop them in a new school. Yeah. So we were homeschooling running the full-time business, working um from home. Chris was working like crazy and we were, you know, with a bunch of people all the time. So it was <laughs> it was like very very trying, but God's yeah. grace we, you know, by his grace we we persevered and we got through it and um and so during that time while he was working we had already had the goal in mind to bring him home
0: mm-hmm.
1: like within a year that was kind of our goal like um to move to Mississippi and within a year bring him home and um when he was just working like crazy he had, his commute was like three almost three hours a day two and a half three hours a day plus he wasn't even I mean he was leaving at three fifteen in the morning not getting home to like seven or eight at night wow. and he would ha- literally get an hour and go to bed. He'd have to go to bed at nine yeah. to wake up. Yeah. Wake up. yeah. Sure. Um, so we were seeing him like an hour and um, mm. it just wasn't worth it. You know, we were just like, yeah. why are we doing this mm. when, you know, we can bring you home, you know, financially. And um, so we just literally stepped out in faith and um, which that was scary. Cause you know, you're literally cutting out a whole income Yeah. and, and, Thankfully, I mean, at that point, I had basically doubled his income. Um, and but it was
0: still a little scary to just you know cut all of that out. and but wait, wait, like, wait. you were doubling his income with selling pre- the oils.
1: Pre- yes, yes. Um, pretty much at that point, it was like a little bit under. At this point now, I have um, doubled his income, what he what he was making um, at his as a manager. Um, at a distribution center, and um, he did very, he did well, and um, provided so well for us. And um, but it's just crazy, right? That's amazing. <laughs> that's just, I'm thinking oh. double,
0: like that's that's a huge thing. So yeah, so you, so you're at the point of doubling it at this point, and so then when he comes on board, then it's really two different because he has his own group as well, right? Well,
1: Young Living did just allow us to um in august to sign up our husbands and roll our spouses mm. so we are currently building him from ground zero as well yeah. where we are creating two residual incomes and That's um awesome. it is just it really is um so unconventional and mm. so um crazy to think about like i have people all the time like when i'm sending. Mail at the post office. So I send a lot of happy mail, like welcome packages to my new members. Just you know, loving on them. And the the mail lady was, would be like, you know, what are you doing? What's you know, mm. why are you sending so many packages? And then I tell her a little bit of my story. And then she's like, so you're saying you pay the bills, like
0: <laughs> selling
1: oils? Yeah, you pay all the bills. I'm like, most definitely pay all the bills. Wow. Um, and I think the re so the main thing with network marketing and MLMs is basically that you are in it for the long haul and you are willing to not give up and, um, and you just um, keep going, you keep showing up, you keep sharing, you keep um, growing and learning and working on yourself and personal development and, um, and just growing as a leader, as a person, as, you know, all of it. And I'm just so, so thankful because apart from being a wife and mother, this has been the most fulfilling thing I have ever done. Mm. It has given more purpose because I literally get to wake up and love and serve people every day and wow. get wellness to people's homes. And um, it's it just it's a gift that I um, I get to do something that I love, um, but also help provide for my family. And not just provide for my family, but create a residual income, a legacy, a willable income that if something were to happen to me, like, my family would be taken care of forever. Like, with my husband's job, hmm. like, if something happened to him, that was it. You know, you have a little bit of life insurance that's right. out eventually. But with because we have willable income, um, like, this is going to impact generations to come in mm. my in my family. Um, and the way I looked at it and I realized that I was able to do something I love and, and to be able to get like giving is a high motivator for me, like being Mm. able to give abundantly and extravagantly because we have been in such hard places financially. I mean, that was another reason why I decided to jump in full force with Young Living and really make it, um, a career, um, is because, their, the compensation plan is so so generous, um, but also that, I mean, we were our our income was just so so low mm-hmm. <laughs> as a family of six, and um, it was just we were just always on that struggle bus, and mm. I was just like I I want to be able to do more and to give more, and yeah. you know to be able to um, you know we had people that would show up at our door with groceries when we were, um, in seminary and we'd have this, you know, $500 check just arrive in the mail that the Lord, you know, and when that happens, it, it doesn't, it's God uses his people to provide for his people. It doesn't just fall from the sky, you know, mm. it, it's because someone had to be obedient to meet a need. And so I, I wanted to be that person that is, sees the need and is able to fill it and good people do good things with their money. And apart from Jesus, you know, I am not good, but because of him, I am, and uh, we are good. And I want to do good things with our money and then bless people abundantly and extravagantly. Um, And Mm so when I saw that I could work really hard and be able to take care of my family, provide for my family and be able to, to bless others, it just, man, I wanted to put my all in it, you know? So like, if I were to go back to school as a mom Mm -hmm. of four, that would be like really, really hard, right? Like that Mm -hmm. would be super hard. Uh, I'd have to get childcare. I would have to um, give up some social events or give up TV or whatever it is, because the end goal is a, is a degree because that's what I'm running hard after. You know, my family is committed to that. Well, I started to see my young living business as a four year career. I said I would rather work really really hard for four to five years and create a substantial income and then rather, you know, in conventional job, we work 40, 50, 60 years and the end of it we still don't, mm. you know, have as much as we you know, could.
0: I think that's great. And, and what would you say to a woman that is on the edge of maybe she has a passion, maybe she wants to paint, maybe she wants to be in Young Living and start selling oils, or maybe she has something that God has put in her heart and said, this is your calling. What would you say to her?
1: I would say like, just go for it and go for it scared because God like completely, I I think that he's the one that puts our dreams and our visions in our hearts and he's given us unique gifts and talents and he's designed us so beautifully and uniquely and um and we thrive when we just walk in the in our unique design and when we are operating in our gifts we give others the freedom to do the same and we um we free them up to walk in their gifts. And um and that has probably been one of the most beautiful things about becoming um an entrepreneur, a leader, is that just working on myself and getting to know me and who and who God created me to be and walking in my gifts and, you know, loving and serving people. And when we do that, um and others see you walking out God's plan for you, it just gives them more courage to do the same and to walk in the unique, unique gift that God has given them. Um, and so that's good.
0: That's so good. That yes, yes, yes. I'm nodding. So cool.
1: the, the more, um, I really use my gift to honor the Lord and run after, um, the goals and visions, that he has given me in my business, like the, the sky is the limit and we can reach, our, our reach can be so much um, farther w- with the more resources we have, um, if we are generous with our resources. And so that's what I'm trying to teach and lead my team. Like we are wanting, you know, we have a girl on our team right now that's adopting, And we want to be able to help fund, you know, adoptions and, Mm. um, and there's just so many dreams and visions that the Lord has given me, but not only me, my, my team, my, my leaders on my team who um, are really trying to walk those things out. And we just want to be the hands and feet of Jesus and, and um, use our resources for his kingdom and, and the good of others.
0: Mm, that's good so good it's just you are a shining light that we look to and we are encouraged uh, in your walk um, and also in your walk and your career and the passions that you have Uh, and so we just appreciate that's why I was like I've got to have her on the podcast I've got to have her okay there's a few quick questions at the end of each episode that I ask my guests okay Um, the first one is what do you do with your friends that's life giving What are you eating? What are you reading? Or a book that you've read in the last few months that you loved? And then what are you loving these days?
1: Okay. So what do I do with my friends? Well, I love um, getting together and just, I mean, I'm more of like just getting together and chatting kind of (laughs) girl and speaking life and and just really like I'm more of like the heart-to-heart, nitty-gritty, like- really what's going on in someone's life. So Mm. um, just hanging out and getting to spend time. I'm like a big quality time kind of gal. Mm. Um, And so I'm pretty simple, but I love, I love movies. I love watching movies. Um, So anything like this is being with Mm. um, my friends and family is, is fun to me.
0: I like it. Um, I I was going to ask you, is your, um, your spiritual gift service Because then you said about gifts and I was like, well not spiritual gift, but like your love language. Is it like gifts of, gifts of service or time? Or maybe Um, both?
1: I would say, well, words of affirmation Mm. is definitely how I would receive love and Mm. quality time. Probably those two are like my, um, how I would receive love and probably how I, um, give love. But like, you're talking about spiritual gift, And yeah. then like, um, I would say, um, giving is, yeah. um, like one of my spiritual gifts. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard for me. No, to I can gift. tell. I can tell because
0: of, of your business, that your passion is for your business, but your passion is much more than that. It's not about making money. It's making the money so you can serve others. I see that, but it's also about, you know, serving and giving and overflowing. If you're overflowing, with funds, then you can, you can give to others. So I think that's just precious. So that's good. I just had to ask that real quick, but okay. So what are you eating uh, a snack you're eating and reading and loving?
1: Okay. So a snack that I'm eating, um, mm.
0: <laughs> do you like chocolate? I want to know, what do y'all do with Halloween candy? <laughs> do y'all throw oh, it in the trash? Well, <laughs> Cause you, I've done that before. Well,
1: we definitely we threw the, the whole thing away yesterday. Yeah, yeah, just um, so much. And um, <laughs> a funny thing is, I one of the I learned from my friends, and you can put this in there if you wanted to. But with <laughs> Halloween candy is for the past several years, we have let our kids like get like ten pieces, and then we actually um, paid them for the rest, so they get like ten cents <laughs> for it. each, so that we can just be done with the candy. Oh, that's a great so idea. Like it. They actually like it because they get money and so we end up paying, we end up like maybe forking at like 20 bucks, but like it is so worth $20 to not have to go with the candy and the sugar crashes and the low immune system from all the candy. Yeah. Um, So they end up getting like like five bucks a piece and then Um, they still get a little bit of candy and then we're done with it. Uh, um, that's a
0: great idea. No. Very good life hack right there. <laughs> Mom hack for sure.
1: I can't take total credit from it. I uh, learned it from a friend, but it awesome. is a very good <laughs> life cool.
0: hack. That's great.
1: Um, one thing that I'm reading right now is Imperfect Courage yes. by Adessa Honiger. Is that how you say yes. her last name? Yes. And it is just like filling me up like crazy. I mean, it, she, her heart is aligned a lot and with my heart and how I view um, business and entrepreneurship and um, just the whole the whole nine yards and so she's definitely her whole book is about literally just going scared and that's what true courage is it's not that we're just these brave people that are never scared but that we simply go scared and that's kind of how I do everything in life um, if you know anything about color personalities I'm like as yellow as the sun so I am very cause driven and service driven. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but I do, I'm not like just naturally like super courageous and brave. Like I have to like kind of work myself up to that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I never want to let, um, fear keep me from doing what God has called me to do. And, um, so the whole book is just, I'm only like three or four chapters in, but, um, it's such a great book. And I just, I recommend it to mm. to any woman. Any woman it's great.
0: It sounds good. Sounds good.
1: And then what am I
0: loving? Loving.
1: <laughs> um, so as healthy as I am, <laughs> I used to be like a crazy Coke fanatic. Oh, okay. Coca-Cola. Yeah, <laughs> and I have given them up like I mean I have one every once in a while but like yeah. it is nothing like I used to I mean it was like an everyday kind of thing for me yeah. um well now I drink Zevia drinks and cream the cream soda Zevia is like just um so good and it is, yes so good okay is, so I, I love it
0: it's like Stevia but it's with a Z so Zevia
1: Yes. Okay. I have not heard of it. Okay. I wonder if
0: we have it here in Tennessee. I bet we do.
1: Oh, surely. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We get them at Whole Foods, but you can also get them at Target, okay. um, Fresh Market, and you can even order Amazon Prime okay. if you want it to. Yeah. Um, but they're very, they're the closest that I found to like tasting like a real, you know, soda, Uh uh-huh, um, uh-huh. but there's no, no calories, no uh, artificial sweeteners or sugars or anything like that. It's okay. just sweetened with, um, stevia.
0: Okay. Um,
1: and they're just really good, but you got to try the cream soda. Okay. It, it's like amazing. I'll check it
0: out. <laughs> I will for real. Cause I can't do uh, LaCroix. I've tried them and I can't do them. So is this similar or is it has oh, a, a okay. little bit more? No, it's sugar. way more. I mean, like it has like, an actual like taste. Like, Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's not like sparkling
1: water. Yeah, I'm um, it's really, they're really good. Okay, and they have helped me kick my yeah soda habit. Yeah,
0: okay, <laughs> good, good. Okay, these are great. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, I've had such a great time and I've enjoyed it so much, and I really just appreciate you even asking. I'm super humbled and honored.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And where can people find you online? If they want to order oils, if they're like, hey, I'm really interested in this. I want to jump all the way in. What is, how will they find you?
1: Yeah. So I'm at my4arrows um, on Instagram. And you can reach out to me. That's like literally one of my favorite things is connecting with people. So I love engaging through like the direct messages or in the comments. Um, I do a lot of like one-on-one phone calls, so like if you have a question and you want to really chat, um, and I can help you um, come up with a game plan of just um, even switching things in your home that fits your budget. And um, so yeah, I and then I love to travel, and I actually have some um, things coming up where a lot of wheels are turning that I'm dreaming about traveling
0: more and meeting
1: more people. Um, And so hopefully that'll be soon. That's
0: exciting. (laughs) And I'll tell you something. And for those of you listening, I love when somebody has the following that they do when they message you back. I love that. I think that shows you their heart that they're going to want to connect with everybody. You know, I know time doesn't allow you to, but but I, I think it's great that you do that. And I was impressed with you that you do that.
1: I, I definitely miss things all the time. So I can't say that like, I'm like perfect at it, but super, super important to me. And I think a lot of people do actually think, oh, what, if I message her, that will, you know, I'll get on her nerves or bother her. Like, I love it. Like, yes. I thrive on the engagement. Yes, like, right. I'm like, the more people talk to me, like, the it just makes my day even it does. more fulfilled. Like, I love it. So like, to me, it is so important. Um, to to show someone that they are, like, heard and seen and loved yes. and valued. And that they bring, you know, value to the table. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, That's so great. yeah.
0: That's great. Well, thank you so much for giving me your time. I know you're busy with four kids and your business, but thank you so much again. I really appreciate it, Elizabeth.
1: Of course. Well, I had a great time great. getting to hang out with, out with you. It, it fills me up. Oh,
0: Thanks. I don't know about you, but I kept on jotting things that Elizabeth was saying, things about how God has done above and beyond what she could think or imagine, how he uses people to provide for his people. And I love that she talks a lot about unique gifts and talents that we all have. And I just want to encourage you to figure out those talents, figure out those gifts that God has given you and then jump in to whatever he has called you to do. I am just having the best time with the podcast and I am so very grateful for you. You can find me over on Instagram at friends of a feather podcast and I'm trying something new. I post episodes on Friday and then on Mondays I get to have my guests back on Instagram live for about five to eight minutes to ask the questions that I forgot to ask on the interview. Hope you can join me. Tune in next week when I chat with Maggie Combs, Unsupermommy. And remember, we're all friends of a feather, so let's stick together. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time. Bye, friends.